Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Match Ball. Hello there. Welcome to the show. It's brought to you with Levi Solicitors. There is a 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Leeds United nil, Arsenal 1, Dan here, along with Michael Normanson and Moscow White as well, Daniel Chapman. I, I don't even know where to start with that. I'm, I'm all at sea here. Emotions all over the place. We've, got, we've had power cuts, delays, red cards that weren't red cards, penalty misses... Uh, VAR interventions talk to me let's never again say that the Premier League is boring (laughs) there was some football today we can say that That I thought that was a really good game that was a massive improvement wasn't it versus the Villa game uh, that Mm -hmm. we we were forced to sit through and the Everton game yeah but you know it was was fun it was up there if not a very um, good result no that's the thing I loved everything about it I think apart from um, Rodrigo and losing yeah, I can even live with Pat Bamford missing the penalty because it was only about, it was about an inch wide, and also you knew you knew he wasn't going to just smack it, so he's going to do something. Um, I'm just, but what I'm a match? Let, well, let's deal what with the, let's deal with the penalty first on Bamford. Uh, what were your you know like the XG for a penalty is like it's like about two thirds, isn't it? Not point six six or about not point seven something like that. I don't think it matters. It's a penalty, so it should go in. Yeah, um, I had my, my mental XG for that was about not point one. <laughs> something Same. like that. I just had no confidence that was going in. I don't know why. Bless his poor little cotton socks. Well, it, He's a good number nine. He wasn't today. <laughs> I thought he was fine the way he played. His we got a lot was, more dangerous. We did, yeah, but his finishing was bad. Did had, we give him a clear chance? Mm, nah. I think there were a couple, and there was one time he's like stood on the ball. I don't know, he looked at it. He, just, he looked like, I'd say if anything, it looked like he was trying a bit hard. Like he looked, yeah. really, he looked really, really fired up, and maybe that was not helping. But that's, that's very Bamfordy, though, is it? He, he tends mm. to do that, doesn't he? He also scored. His first one shouldn't have been ruled out. Shouldn't right? it? No, that was absolutely ridiculous. The foul that's been given against him. Is like, and I'd completely forgotten about it until just now because of everything that's happened before and since. He, uh, and I think it's Gabriel again, he's been, um, the goal's been ruled out because apparently he has pushed Gabriel in the back. Mm. But Gabriel, somehow, the, he, he doesn't go down, he jumps in the air to head the ball and misses it. And I don't think those two things are compatible. If you've been pushed in the back by the striker, you're not jumping in the air to head a ball clear and missing it and then Bamford slots in that finish didn't have a problem with it it's really really okay. an absolute I kind of I kind of assumed that was probably the right decision no oh, I, okay. I mean other people will as, can will I just say as it's been pointed out in the comments on YouTube a penalty is a clear chance you know so do you have a clear chance yes he did <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I mean well, he did that one but did we the, the, I mean, that don't count does it I mean <laughs> given and given we didn't set up like we didn't roll the ball across and give him just like slot that past the goalkeeper he had the penalty he had the one that he scored and um, 
And then lots of other ones were kind of very scrambling about uh, because we do that thing of just like rushing into the box, very narrow, lots of players there. Um, it tends to be very frantic. And uh, we need we need a striker, don't we? Buy a fucking striker. Just buy a fucking striker. No patience whatsoever. <laughs> the lads played half a game of football a week for however long because he's coming back from fitness and all, you just and want to throw time, him in the bin. And in all that time, we've not yet bought a striker. And we've, we've had, what, a quarter of the season now? Despite the fact he's not been fit for well over a year. Uh, Niall Berg, just before well, going further. We can't further. buy one anyway because it's the transfer window. I know. Should have so. bought one. Get ready to buy one. 49ers. 49ers were there today, by the way. Well, they can't buy a striker today. They can, so it doesn't they matter. Can, they, should, they should put plans in place to buy one who's good and can score everything. Rodrigo got an assist. Are you not going to give him any credit? <laughs> just before we do go any further, I just need to say we are streaming this um, live on YouTube for our TSB Plus members, one of which is Niall, who said, um, are we going to stop whining about the ball in play time now after it took 37 minutes just to take a throw in? <laughs> which I enjoyed. Hey, there good. we go. Uh, yeah, Rodrigo's pass. Um, we have had feedback on this uh, from the journals in the press conference afterwards saying uh, he makes the well, choice... It wasn't the journos saying this, it was Jesse Marsh. It's Jesse Marsh saying this to journos who are spitting out there onto the internet. Uh, he makes the choice to play this big switch, which is not what we normally like to do, and it costs him and the team. But in general, he's had a good run of form, and we need him. He was playing really well in the first half. Not perfect. There was one moment where he played a beautiful ball to put Aronson away, but then he stood on the halfway line and watched mm. him, and we would have scored if there'd been a number nine in the box or a player running from halfway, having played that pass to get into the box. But it wasn't the only like really good thing that he did. And I was thinking, what a, what a nice half hour of football this has been from Rodrigo. If he plays like this all the time, it's really good. And it's interesting how when he goes to number nine, he plays as a, as ten. a, as a better 10. It's really annoying. Yeah. That's exactly what I was saying during the game. But you couldn't really say he'd had a bad half or he'd done anything wrong. He'd done lots of things that were, that were nice. But then that, just honestly. <laughs> it's one of those that if it's, if it's another 50 yards forward and you're attempting that ball, fine. It's, it's kind of to nothing. But when you're doing it and it's it's putting us under such a lot yeah. of pressure if it goes wrong. And I've seen some... <laughs> Robert's describing it as unfortunately brilliant <laughs> in the comments. Which... Some, well, I think he... I don't know if he kind of... Because he was playing well, whether he got carried away. But Marsh is kind of like, right, we don't play that ball. And who does? Who... Was he playing that well? I thought he was... He was well, perfect. Oh, I was going to say, you you said that. You said not perfect, but he did... Uh, he's really enigmatic, isn't he? I think that's... If you're going to drill down into it, he's enigmatic in that he does some really brilliant stuff sometimes. But then there are other times you think... Why are you so slow? Why, why aren't you doing things better? But then he shows a really brilliant bit of vision as well. It just he's confusing yeah. as a footballer. I think he's probably very good, but he's just not quite good enough. Yeah, if and that he, makes sense. And he got himself into a groove, I think. And then his next thought is, I am Neymar, <laughs> and I can play this crossfield pass. And the thing, what well, I've seen some criticism like Stroke should have won the header, and Melier shouldn't be quite as near. Nobody, nobody on that football field knew Rodrigo was going to do that. And I think that's one of the other reasons why you know it was such a stupid thing to do. It's because you had then 21 other players going like, what? <laughs> and it's a matter of reactions. And, and it was Stroke trying to get his head around. It's like, why is that coming here? Mm -hmm. um, the, the thing is, if, if it had gone it. 20 or 30 yards further forward though, Moscow, it would have been no danger whatsoever, would it? It just happened to go exactly where you didn't want it to mm -hmm. go. It doesn't even need, uh, it shouldn't have been, it should have just been laid off for Christensen. Yeah. Pass it five yards. And also, we don't play. We don't typically play with width, so it's a stupid ball anyway. Because even if it goes forward, Sinistera's typically going, or Harrison, whoever's played on that side, is typically going to be in field anyway. It's not like in the Bielsa days where there is someone, there is someone stood on the touchline. So it was, it, I don't know. What he was and thinking. you can see as well how it, it's a shame. So anything good that he did in the half that then wiped his confidence out completely because his next touch completely over hits it, tries to get the the 
byline. Classic and then, Rodrigo. And passes to Christensen, he's already miles offside. And it's just like, it, it, everything he'd built up, just gone. And a shame as well, because I think he had a, a decent game up to that point and it would, life would be better if he was good. Yeah, but but talking about enigmatic players, I think Bamford probably uh, falls into that to a certain extent in that we look a lot better with him on the pitch, as Andy Brennan is saying here in the comments, actually, on on YouTube. Um, And yet you just wish he could just finish, just sometimes. just I think sometimes um, Bamford just wants to play at his own speed rather than the speed of the game around him. I don't know if that's a fair criticism or not, or Mm. whether I'm talking bollocks or what, probably. Um, And you just kind of want him sometimes just to put his foot through it. It's, it's just been one of those things, I guess you've seen it across the, the course of the last few years when he's been, um, when he's been at Leeds. Just sometimes, just just finish it. Just just mm. finish it. I can't, I can't put it in any more like scientific terms and I just want you to put it in. No one around me thought he was going to score that penalty. Oh. And I think, he, had he got to take a second one, I think he, I just expected him to miss that one as well. So, I, w- I was concerned when I saw him picking the ball up for it. I thought, oh God, really? Click's on. Let Click just roll No, Click us. wasn't on at that time. No, for the second one. Oh, second the one. The second yeah, one that was yeah. given and then not given. But Bamford oh, had right. the ball in his hands yeah, yeah, for that yeah. again. He almost seemed like determined to make up for the earlier error, didn't he? Yeah. But like, yeah, I think they were all going up to me. Obviously, it was undone and it didn't matter in the end. But they were saying to him, no, 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 Patrick, please don't do not do it again. I had confidence for the second one because I think he would have just smacked it like he should have done the first one. Mm. Well, that was, that was sure. how I thought he would miss the first one, actually. I thought he would hit, it his, too hard. hit it straight down the middle and either over the bar or at the goalkeeper. Have you seen a replay of the mess? Of the penalty mess? No, I was right behind it. It was, it was close. It's yeah, it's, I mean, it's the width, it's the post, and then it's an inch. Yeah. So it's, it, it needs to be an inch the other side, though, Moscow. And it's, um, I guess, I don't know if he's thinking about Ramsdale being a good keeper. The shot he had that um, hit Ramsdale in the bollocks was pretty good. <laughs> we didn't test Ramsdale all that much, did we, for for the amount of pressure we had? He didn't make all that many saves. We should have won, though. It. We should have won. We, we were all over him in that second yeah, we were, half, we were, and they dropped deeper and deeper. Was, and in the end, 10 minutes to go, they, they settled for a draw and he put on Rob Holding, didn't he? I don't think they settled for a draw, they won. I didn't mean that. I mean, they were. <laughs> For a draw. They were holding out, for, and they were sending win, the ball I mean. into the corners to slow it down. Yeah. We you know seem what I mean. Be, I know what you mean. We seem to be setting an incredibly high bar for a team that's 14th and hasn't won mm-hmm. for ages. I thought we were playing a brand of football that is not my favourite brand, but was it was it was a really exciting match. And given as well that I had to sit there for half an hour waiting for it to start, um, the next 90 minutes felt like just constantly Leeds being about to score. Yeah, yeah it's frustrating that yeah. we didn't, but. Um, Bamford probably needs more than just like two hours of football mm. um, to recover from 15 months um, to a year when he's barely been kicking a ball anywhere. So there's kind of, you've got to give him a little bit of... I do give him plenty of leeway. I think this this goes on, it goes on the board and the ownership. If you, if you know that your striker's been out for a year, get another one. Isn't that just boring? It is, yeah, but but what else are you left thinking of? Though? I'm is, thinking is that... I had a really nice afternoon at the football, watching like a really exciting game of football, and that was good. And yeah, the referee I, I just, cost want... us the chance to That's score fine, another penalty. But, but I would have liked to us to have got at least a point. I would have liked us even more to have won it, and I would have liked somebody mm. to have scored a goal in order to do that. But, but but I mean, I also apply the same thing to like you look at Somerville in that situation late on, and he's mm. just a, he's just a kid with barely any Premier League minutes. Um, so so while I was kind of oh, he's missed and kind of annoyed at that. You think well, he is. He's just he's just a baby, and mm, should have scored. <laughs> should have yeah. got it. Should have got it on target. And, anyway. I, and I'm all, it was, I'm all it was for, a long, long I'm all for the project and the pathway and all that sort of stuff. I just want us to. It's frustrating. The thing just, is, just that, win. That's all I want. With that performance, I've been a child whole, myself. But how when you woke up this morning and all the previews going into this game, did anybody think we were going to win nope. or play anywhere near as well as we played? No, not so at all. It's been a good day, really. I thought it? we'd lose from that point. I of thought view. we'd probably lose. 
But that, yeah, but you, just because something. they exceeded certain expectations for some people doesn't necessarily mean we can't say that oh, it would have been nice if somebody had scored rather than missed. That's you know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's the just immediately take it back to the board and the summer and blah blah blah. The things that people say every single day of the week is mm. there must be something else. Mm. Yeah, I, the thing is, if we play like that, I mean, I did love the game. I should say, by the way, I did, I, I did love it, and I had, a, I had a good time. I'm annoyed we've lost, yeah. and I'm being a child about it. I want everything now. And oddly, I don't feel it won't keep me like keep me awake tonight because I, I sort of can watch that and go well if we play like that every week we'll actually be fine won't we because if you do want a problem is that we don't play like that against Palace yeah. or Brentford yeah. and and the problem if you do want a real negative is like that we've probably exhausted ourselves so we'll lose to Leicester because we don't need a Thursday night game after all that mm. and then that will give us the uh, um, the slope like losing to Leicester will have everybody angry going into the Fulham match so we'll lose that as well and then we'll just have to sack Jesse Marsh, and then yes. that's the end of it. Someone here with a Latin name. Are we more comfortable? Can't pronounce it. Bemoaning the predictability of Premier League footy, and then focusing on the result only. No, absolutely. But you know, I've, I've walked in here. You know, the game finished. You know, twenty minutes, half an hour ago, whatever. And I just, I'm being spoiled. I'm being a spoiled child. I want better everything because they were dead good, and they're dead good players, and we play better than them today. And yeah, I just wish we had somebody in there who could have made it better for us and made me happier. We mentioned as well, like if whether we tested Ramsdale enough, Melier didn't have much, nothing to do. No. And this, the story of the second half, Arsenal on the ropes throughout. The, the only chance they had was um, right at the end when uh, there was it was somebody versus Somerville. Yeah. But apart from that, they, they hardly got into our penalty area whatsoever. Um, which, given the form Arsenal have been in, and they are top of the league as they were annoyingly singing um, they won't win it though that's not very good not on that showing no. <laughs> yeah I, I I thought overall we coped really well with them defensively thought because um, my my first I know Saka did score but it was kind of a weird counter, it was kind of a weird counter attack that we they needed to Rodrigo to set it up for yeah but I thought Strauch and Christensen did really well against against Martinelli and um, Christensen Saka overall worried me a bit because he was doing that thing he was good against Zahara Palace because he was on his toes all the time mm. and then in this game up, wasn't he? he just left him alone yeah. and he's, he was starting to think I can't remember if it was Zaka but when Arsenal attack um, Christensen kind of goes inside and marks a midfielder who's coming in and then nobody watches Martinelli and I was trying to work out whether Aronson was supposed to be doing it because he did a really he had a great game today and had uh, was coming back and tackling Martinelli quite often but sometimes they would just leave him and there was one uh, Melier got a good hand to a cross when Martinelli was just wandering in from the back post and there was one other when Martinelli had a head start on Christensen, kind of ran in and squared it, and that created a chance um, for Arsenal. They had a few in the first half that way, but um, but overall, and then in the second half, seeing Christensen as far forward as he was was probably the furthest forward we've seen him, and that was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, with their wide players and Martinelli, I was watching them a little bit today because if you, if you noticed how they were set up, and this is tactical talk right now. This is good for me. Okay. I mean, I'm really stretching my stretching I'll my. Look, my I look limits. forward to this abysmal analysis. Now, just, just say. That their two wide players were both hugging the touchline. So Saka and Martinelli, so we're trying to split our defence as wide as mm. possible. So I think, I guess there was always going to be somebody left in space on one of the wings, if not both, mm. um, if we are particularly narrow. But no, I thought we contained them very, very well. Um, I thought Strap did really well against um, against Saka. Yeah. And, and in the middle, Jesus was really quiet. Mm. He basically he did a bit of moaning and that was about it. That was that was more or less his, his main contribution that he went down a few Jesus times. Jesus moaned. And, and complained like fuck. Sounds like, sounds like one of those slogans you see on the side of a church, you know, the big banners. Martinelli, he's kind of annoying as well, isn't he? Yeah. What, what, what went on at the end when he was you, on your little telly? What was he pretending had happened to him at the end? I mean, we need to discuss Bamford. We're talking about pretending Martin, things have happened. What had happened was, who is it? Um, 
because it was relatively close to where I was, Adams came steaming through to try and effectively hurdle a couple of players who were in a bit of a tangle and it looked like he stood on his chest or whatever. Okay. He, he didn't he, really. He writhed yeah. around like he'd been impaled on a like a metal spike. Would you like yeah. to see him impaled on a metal spike? Ah, I'm not that bothered about him. I think he'd seen what had gone on in the penalty area and thought, it's just this sort of game. I mean, they do that a lot anyway, but it's just this sort of game. Um, I'm now going to pretend I'm in you because the thing, so on the red card incident that we haven't uh, discussed fully, the, the little telly view of that um, is quite frustrating as well because Bamford, so the reason it's not been given a penalty is because Bamford apparently pushed Gabriel over. Gabriel's kind of stopped, turned and looked at Bamford and Bamford's run into him. He blocked him off, didn't he? Yeah. I've been having a little ding-dong. Because I, I actually, funny, my eyes tracked Bamford and to see what happened. So I saw the whole thing unfold and as soon as he went to VAR, like went, you know, paused for the VAR, I thought, He's not, we're not going to get this. Yeah. Because I've seen what he'd done. They'd done, they'd been a bit of a ding-dong and he just kind of stopped his run, didn't he? And look, did look at him. I saw him look at him and thought, oh yeah. Then Bamford's given him a shove, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, in retaliation. And one thing Kavanagh did all day that annoyed me was he was giving every little foul from an attacker, Jack Harrison in particular, where he stroked somebody. Was like, <laughs> and that was a free kick. Oh, that was quite arousing. I didn't expect that. But then the, I'm, um, I'm and you didn't even feel it. <laughs> and then uh, defenders could just go clattering through your face and it's play on. Mm. So once, knowing that, um, once he went to VAR, I had a feeling it was going to be overturned. But then, yeah, Gabriel has then kicked out at Bamford who has then uh, leapt in the air, gone down the floor screaming. He went down um, like he'd been shot against Villa. Sure that there will be, you know, opposition fans hate him. Mm. They will hate him even more when they see that on Match of the Day 2 tonight. And then he instantly got up and then got into Gabriel's face and then there's all the stuff. And then the linesman gave the penalty. And then I still don't understand why if you're not giving the penalty, it's still not like why the red card didn't count because he was sent off for doing exactly what he did mm. and he still did what that he did. That confused me. Is it, you know, when is violent conduct not violent conduct? If that's what it is. Yeah. Did, uh, the yeah. fact the ref watched the penalty meant he saw the red card again as he well. He did see and the then, red card again. I was watching it. And then he was like, ah. They showed it over his shoulder really. and I was like, stop, stop, stop the tape. I mean, I, stop but, the tape. But, but, but I the way, the, way that the VAR works though, surely it, it should be, because it said on the screen, checking for possible attacker foul. So even if he has fouled him, and then they look at the red card separately, surely, no? Yeah. Or maybe they're just going to get the screen. Kicking up. out is I, generally red. I mean, I, yeah. I had a good view of that because it was right in front of where I sit. And I, it looked to me like he kicked him. Maybe, maybe it didn't... Somehow... It wasn't a huge amount of contact, but you always get a red card for Attempted that. murder, Michael. Yeah. It could be the way that uh, He's a fragile boy, is Bamford. He is. ...had gone down, but it seems like the referees looked at it again and thought, ah, oh, that's not too bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that it made any difference, really, the red, because it was... It yeah, was, like... Two minutes to go on it or whatever. Yeah, there's a bit of um. A bit... The one other thing I would add on that, um, yeah. Jesse Marsh, um, like a musical statue throughout that. The whole thing, standing with his arms behind his back, staring into space, not getting involved, not arguing with the fourth official, not doing anything. And there's a bit for the um, the VAR on the penalty we did get when he went over to look at it. Um, went to his bench. Everybody sit down. Nobody goes near him. So that the business of him being a changed. Uh, a changed man because I'm sure inside him he wanted to be like rattling the uh, you know how the VIR has that kind of like uh, cover around it's like a hood it. isn't it yeah grab, like, it's like blinkers grab Chris Kavanagh and shove his head in there and just rattle it around like that <laughs> that's Jesse Marsh mentally but he's just no oh look at the uh, the fonts on the those uh, sponsors the first VAR how, what the fuck if Arsenal had scored before they went to check that and how long does it need somebody at Stockley Park I know they've been at Power Cup but we're back online to go 
It He's was caught a, that ball. It was a really, really, really obvious handball. They could have done it before Ramsdale kicked the ball again yeah, to restart it. it. And they could have the just said blatant things. And they could have said to the referee, "Hold it! Don't mm-hmm. let them play on because this will be really easy." But it would have been funny if they had scored and brought it back. Yeah, I just don't need that in my life. But then again, you know, the speed at which you're asking that to happen, I think, is possible. Was... It's a bridge too far for those clowns. Well, yeah, clowns is the is the uh, operative word. Anybody else would have had the common sense to just go, "That's home ball. Let's yes. stop the match." Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You say Jesse's a change man. Did you not see him celebrating at the end? Yes, he did, yeah. He was giving it a bit of... Give it the chest bumps and he was cheering and yeah, yeah. He was giving it some of that I then. Mean, to be fair... Back it, in his stone mosh and celebrating it, a defeat. Yeah. <laughs> It did deserve. It was good. It was a the, really good performance. You know, there were boos at full time, but not boos for no. annoyance. It was just boos at the way that the game yeah. had gone like frustrating the, the at the end. And there was a, a good song for Bamford as well as he clapped. Yeah. He was, he was clapped. He got good the support from the, from he the really crowd. Did. Yeah, yeah. He really did. Um, I was just going to say before, uh, Biggie T8 says um, Bamford only goes down on the kick because of the Saliba non-yellow because Bamford didn't fall over. So that, was that just before mm. it when he was running through and he mm. held him back? Which had, they never showed a replay of that on the little mm-hmm. telly, but looked. You said that twice. Blatant. We haven't dinged for the little telly on the oh, little telly. Sorry, I'll, I'll do a few. There you it's, go. Um, that looked like a clear foul, and I don't know whether Kavanaugh thought I'll let them play on. Which the one thing that that referee did that was good was um, stopping Arsenal and giving them a free kick when Martinelli was three one one with Melier. <laughs> that was really really good because I think we were going behind at that point. I actually preferred his refereeing performance to most of the recent ones, despite some some I suppose major ish things that he may have got wrong. Like, I don't know, it just felt like the game was actually allowed to be played, which is mm. a, a real hallmark of games recently. It's just been that it's felt incredibly yeah. stop-start, whereas actually there was he allowed a game of football to happen, which I, have, which I kind of appreciated. I'd have liked him to give a little, a little bit more leeway to attackers. Like mm. the one on Harrison in particular, he did absolutely nothing. It was uh, beyond their fullback, and we could have attacked from there. And instead, it's like I turned around saying I didn't touch him. Mm. So that was frustrating, but yeah, he was all right. I thought Jackie struggled a bit today. Well, we played him at 10 to start yeah, with. Yeah, it didn't really work. Mm, but think. we attacked really well. 
as a unit. Mm. Yeah. And we moved players about like Aronson was kind of back in midfield a bit and we went a bit 4-3-3 at times. Um, so there was a little bit more going on than usual. Mm. It's funny, I mean, it, maybe it's like what we were saying about Rodrigo, when he's at a 10, doesn't really do as much. Jackie's at 10, doesn't really do as much. Maybe it's not really a team that, because what does the 10 do is kind of watches these vertical balls go past him to the striker and then goes, right, I'll, I'll follow that. And then it goes the other way. It's, oh, get back into midfield. And then, oh, it's back up there again. So you are a bit back and mm. forward. It's not like a, we don't use that player to, it's not like a Pablo Hernandez playmaking job. So whoever plays there does seem to fade out. So maybe we just don't play with the 10. Mm. It's possible. Isn't that what happens when Rodrigo drops in there? <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Oh, what a wild day. With, with the power cut, it mm-hmm. does seem like there was, there was some sort of bizarre power surge right at the start of the game because I because the floodlights faced me and they blinked off and then they started coming back on again I thought oh that's strange I wonder what's happened there and it seemed to be some sort of local beast and wide power surge that knocked that out then it came back on but in doing so it seemed to trip off the link back to Stockley Park and all that was it all which the, you know all the little tellies went off all the lights went Michael, down Michael uh, sorry. and it all came straight back on again Wi-Fi was off for a while as well and the word was um so Leeds United's uh, press officer, uh, Jordan Owens, was he did a full tour, bless him, because um, you, you feel bad for people in those situations sometimes. So you've got three banks of press and then the whole gantry, and he did a whole full tour to let people know what was going on, and then uh, five minutes before the restart, he did it again to say, like, like five more minutes. So um, somebody at least was kind of taking charge of things and letting people know what was up. And it was about... Um, uh, he mentioned that there might have been a problem with the uh, international TV feed having been knocked out, but it seemed like that uh, has stayed on uh, throughout. But the main thing was that they just couldn't communicate with Stockley Park anymore. So all the Good. Um, all the stuff on their arms... The nicotine patches. The big, yeah, um, that they strap on. All that has the network in the ground and then communicates with, I guess, a, a router is the equivalent. And then that is talking to Stockley Park and it all had to be restarted yeah. and then when they restart it they, they, turned, it off, they it. turned it off and on again didn't they yeah it, but it, it takes it, ages because the linesman stood with the ball weren't they did you see him doing yes. that testing it and again the ball line, but to the give uh, it's like to, that uh, chess tournament you know the guy with the anal beads to uh, give uh, um, vibrating anal beads uh, very similar Chris Kavanagh some credit I would not like to have been him after half an hour without any play taking a ball to stand in front of the south stand and move a ball backwards and forwards well, going, a post well everyone's Ooh, yelling hey. fuck VAR at him as well there was yeah. a big chance that, and he had a there was a, a slight wry grin on his face of like I wish I, I wish this was not my job it, was, it did pose a weird little question though when it, he thought well if they can't get this working is the game actually going to be abandoned even though there is a full crowd here yep. two teams a full team of officials are they going to go well because there's a some people mm. can't look at it in a room. So it was Tierney as well. On so we're just not going to have to do it. <laughs> just cut him out. Yeah, just you can't him, play with us today. Cut him out of the loop. Exactly. Yeah. Jesse yeah. Marsh has said uh, in the press conference that there was a point during the power cut where they discussed playing without VAR, but in the end, not, all systems to, were back online. I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know if there's a rule on it. Maybe if both managers agree, because you are mm. kind of giving yourselves a competitive separation from the rest of the Premier League every I mean, single yeah. match. Yeah. Um, and I don't know whether you would then need to have every other manager in the Premier League to go, no, we're, we're fine with that game not having VAR because I guess it works that way as well. Mm. Um, but it is a... Yeah, Joel, it, quite rightly pointing out, it's, out. A, it's an FA conspiracy. Yeah, seems likely. Um, is Drake involved? Yeah, maybe so. Did Has he won his bet? Well, it, it's the El Clasico. Uh, just if you didn't see this, Drake, the um, the pop star, is he a hip-hop pop star? Hip-hop star. I believe so. Um, put on a massive bet 
to the tune of about 600 grand of Arsenal winning today and um, Barcelona into Real Madrid 3, Barcelona 1. So oh. he's fucked himself. Get in. Good. Good. Agent Rafinha, uh, terrible for Barcelona again. So that's I don't good. know. I don't know why I particularly want him to drop to lose money, but well, well, because he bet against Leeds. I suppose I've done. He that. deserves everything. One of the many, <laughs> one of the many, <laughs> the many things you have in common with Drake. Yes, very, very much so. <laughs> Um, I'm looking forward to your duet with Rihanna. You a fan of, fan of Drake there, Michael? What's oh, his, his favourite song? Oh, he's all oh, the good ones. The, the one with the dad on that dance. That was the best one. <laughs> the one he did with Rihanna. <laughs> Do you like that one? Yeah, that's a good one. Too. Um, it's funny, isn't it? Like, there was nothing bad today. Really. Rodrigo. Rodrigo's... The referee. No, I mean, like, I mean, performance-wise. But we got a 90-minute performance, didn't we? Yeah, we did. It was all... Yeah, yeah we, we, well. got, we were pretty much good we from got start fuck to all for it. Hey, that's it. Yeah, never, <laughs> never fall in love, children. Oh, at what minute did you think we are the most cursed football club on this planet? Uh, uh, the 1994. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the band, when Bamford missed his pen, and there were, there were a few other close calls as well, where the ball was just rattling about the box for a while, and you think, it's just why did it just drop and bounce in? Yeah, for once? It just fall to someone. This is what this is why I'm being a spoiled child about it. I just want everything to be better and perfect. Mm. It's um, was it Sinistera had a good chance, and he just shot when he could have just squared it. We had we it was a really good example of what we're trying to do. Actually, the Ball broke to Sinistera on the left out of a bit of a surprise. And in the blink of an eye, we had about six players that all got into the penalty area. And I was actually pleasantly surprised by mm. how fast everybody got in. And he cut onto his right and had a shot when he could have just... I think Aronson was absolutely free for it just to be rolled back. Somebody did roll back one back to Aronson at one point and it was, I think it was a good effort from memory. Yeah, Ronsdale saved one, didn't he, from, from Aronson? He had a good early shot where he kind of um, watched the gap open and decided to shoot at the near post and try to catch Ramsdale out and he nearly did. Um, Mark Rocker took one corner that was probably the best corner I've seen all season so that was good. Um, I wish he had a right foot but if I was going to be hypercritical I'd love to see Rocker um, not always having to get it onto his uh, left foot all the time. See, see Rocker often seems to want to play at his own pace as well. It's because he wants in, it on his left yeah, foot. in that side. And there are times when I, I start getting twitchy, I'll be like, you know, in my seat going, pass it, just, anybody's just very calm, very composed. And he's yeah. just got, he's got that layer of quality about I him. I think it's more that he just wants it on his good foot. Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to turn out of here, I'm going to get it onto my left foot and I'm going to let it off to somebody. The other frustration, I guess, is kind of with the closing, uh, with stoppage time in the last few minutes is um, because of the way we play so narrow and straight attacking, the outright refusal to just give the ball to strike, uh, to strike and put it down the line when Cooper or Melier had it at the back, was just it was making me ache. I felt there would be so many more options if we just give the ball a stroke and play from there. But instead it had to be like, no, we need to put it into midfield and try and get around the corner. And to be fair, when it did go into midfield, we were doing a lot of good stuff today that was kind of getting through and, and getting into dangerous places against Arsenal. But there was um, just that, that little bit of you just think, oh, maybe just once we could try. Try putting yeah. it on well, the wing. Do you remember that moment where I think it was uh, Sinistera picked it up in the centre circle and broke kind of through and he, he turned out and away from about two or three players and I was just praying for somebody to go mm. out on the outside like down the right mm. to give him an option on the overlap and there's no one there and he had to turn back inside and I thought, oh, you bastard. Yeah, there's bits of it that will always uh, frustrate but um, that's, you know, if we play like that. Sinistera's good, isn't good. it? He is good. He is. Yeah, he's kind of good in his own kind of. I'll just do. I'll just do this. I'll just, just. I'll turn out of trouble and I'll do what I want. Yeah, and he had that early shot, didn't he? Which I think went probably went a couple of yards wide in the end. But we got a corner for it somehow. 
Oh, but yeah, but he just does. He's just very um, good. He just takes the game by the scruff of the neck sometimes, and I think we need we sometimes lack a bit of that. Yeah, and he's he's just, it's what match winners do. Yeah. yeah, it's what Rafinha used to do for yeah. us, just being like, well, if no one else is going to score, I suppose forget I'll, that guy. I'll have to try to forget do that it. guy. We've moved on. He's another one as well. How many games did we have from Sinistera this season? Yeah, three. Mm. So there's. Although did you see he, he very nearly there. replicated? It was in the exact same spot. That he got sent off. He tried. He, he tried blocking a free kick, and I was like, it's the same fucking. Spot. Absolutely nothing. I, I, I can only hope again. he was like because I've not been booked. I can do it, but I, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't appreciate that. Although then um, Tyler Adams tried getting um, one of their uh, players booked for blocking a free kick, and the referee uh, wouldn't have it. He was saying, "No, the ball no, was rolling." He'd put his hand on the ball to stop it moving. It was not. It. It. it was rolling. Oh, it was just. I still think attended. it's not fair. Yeah, I've seen Sinistera trail his leg though at one point as well, didn't he? He did that in the first half, and I think yeah. everyone around, "No, stop it! Get away! Not again!" We were just saying. Oh, um, right, sorry. I was I was just doing research for the next bit of, of chit chat. So, <laughs> what's the next bit of chit chat? It's going to be actually. Um, it's James in the comments on YouTube saying the tippy tappy interchanges look very nice when they work. They do. Mm. Yeah. They do. And, and we do play some really nice stuff in tight areas when it works. Yeah. And like between Aronson and Sinistera, for example, if they ever link up, they're both really good. Mm. And they can they can do that stuff. Simon's enjoying the hot take, by the way, saying Sinistera is good. Yeah. 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 It's controversial. It's I know bold. I know I know a lot of people are going to disagree Pro- with it. Proper neck but... on the line stuff. Yeah, that, isn't that's it? Yeah. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Like I, I feel I was all I was all awash with emotion when I first sat down, but now we've sat and chatted for about half an hour on this and unpacked it all. I feel quite happy, even though we lost, which shouldn't go hand in hand with it. Who was our friend then that said about the tippy tappy stuff? That was James. I think the thing to take from that as well is to remember that um so two best performances, I guess, at Chelsea and then probably today, um, against teams that technically came and attacked. But second half, um, Arsenal didn't really attack us and we were up against mm. massed ranks of Defenders, much as we were against Crystal Palace and against Everton, the we games were paid to play through. Moscow, the games were been frustrating with much better players, yeah. technically, and we showed that it is possible for us to get through that and then not score. <laughs> I think I'm happy with today because I don't feel like we need to throw the whole thing in the bin, right? Which is that's a good summary, of that actually, which yeah. is which yeah. has partly been what I've been concerned about recently. Is that you watch mm. it and you think, is this is this actually any good? Is Will this it? ever going to? Well, I mean, we can yeah. talk about in due course. We can talk about Kinnear's uh, program notes. Play for um, mm. a chat for another day. Because it did feel like a very, very mild but still noticeable shot across the bowels. Did that one about XG the... today two point three five to not point eight six. There you go. I Fuck haven't, uh, I haven't read Angus Kinney's program notes because I read the Square Ball magazine. Oh, which has his, uh, new issue. Don't, don't have that in the building. <laughs> don't even care what he says. There's an excellent magazine here that is uh, much cheaper. Let me read it much out. Better. Don't read it. Blah out. blah 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 blah. Not that good at Crystal Palace in the second half. Not good enough to win matches at this level. Blah blah. Some blah. words. Some words yeah. you have to look up. Matter. Yeah. Whereas um, that's, that's pretty, is that? This is uh, and reads beautifully as well. So the whole thing's great. There's, a, there's loads of stuff. By the way, we should say on the mag, there's loads of stuff about 97, 98 in there, in there, there um, in this episode. Yeah. And we're going to have a chat about that new show coming um, for the week. We're going to have a little natter about Alfie Harland. Are we going to start off on and his yeah. his, his super sperm? We yes. were so close to this having Bowie with a comeback. Well, he's not scored today. Oh. So, so far. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Finished player. He's not all the kids. Uh, Alfie's, Alfie's, Alfie's lad. Uh, yeah, we'll do that. And we'll um, a bit of a tweak to the format propaganda coming up as well. Um, that'll be on this coming week. Going to have a bit of a laugh at the internet, aren't we? There's always something to laugh at on, on the internet. Hopefully. I'm sure Arsenal fans will be a little bit upset about this. They'll be, I'm, what, upset I'm sure winning. they'll be uh, yeah. delighted with Bamford's well, they were, they were uh, behaviour. For, well, they were playing for a bloody draw for most of it. 
They'll be annoyed. They'll be annoyed they picked up that win, eh? Having played for the draw. Uh, well, there you go. Then I think that wraps it up. Um, we'll go away, digest, and um, and see if there's anything um, worth revisiting this coming week. But it was. It felt. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm the same as you, Michael. I think that was a really good summary. I hadn't thought about it like that. When you distill it down, it's a relief that we're not completely abysmal. Mm. However, the one thing to take from it is we need to do this more, yes. more weeks, more often. And we need to do it against worse sides who will play differently and set up differently. Yeah, if we set her in a week's time and we have taken zero points from, well, we will. from we, Leicester and Fulham. We've knackered then... ourselves out. We've had our one good performance of the month and all the players are exhausted. And so Thursday night is going to be uh, Leicester. Have they won this season? Maybe one. We'll get their second mm. win of the season. And then um, Fulham. Can Dan James play against us? No, uh, no, he can't. <laughs> No, that's my Dan he, James impression he, he can't, can he I can't. play against Leeds please uh, Leeds abroad in the comments saying the one good takeaway for me is that there isn't a game we should be going into saying we don't have a chance that's very yeah. true Yeah, it is very true and there was a there was a fear about that wasn't there going into this we game we beat Manchester City mm. Mm. yeah Boxing Day Massacre <laughs> excellent um, we will wrap it up there then more shows coming uh, your way through the week so check those out and uh, we're feeling alright I suppose so energised yeah. electrified and other and it power was, cut puns. And at least a good game of football happened. Yeah. I don't feel like I've, I've not actually seen one of those at Ellen Road this season. Chelsea. Right, yeah. so that was, Chelsea. Oh, yeah, there's that one. <laughs> Fucking hell, Michael. Right, we'll wrap Apart it up there. from that. We'll not, if that was ages ago. <laughs> was like, that was like last season. I, I was <laughs> a younger man then. <laughs> I was like, that was about two years ago. Uh, leave you on this thought. Perlo's beard is asking in the comments. Bit mean, but let's do it because it's funny. Can Dan James play against anyone? Oh, bless him. <laughs> no shit. When he wins the World Cup, we'll find out. <laughs> the match ball. 365 day returns.